0: Ask yourself a damn question. Is winning the only thing... Sports today are not just played on the field. They're played every day, online, all over the world, by sports fans just like you. Don't you dare breathe. That will get you ready. If you don't think you're a winner, you don't belong here. The Star Fantasy League Show puts you in control of your own team. Find out who to sit, who to start, how to play, and have your daily fantasy sports questions answered with your host, Jonathan Sprung, and co-host, Matthew Footer, and Nick Sto- De Blanco, the Star Fantasy League show is
1: on the air now. Hello, and welcome to the Star Fantasy League show. I am your host Matthew Footer, joined by my co-host Nick StaBlanco. and uh, I'm excited today. This is yeah, you are very excited here. You're, uh, you're in your face. Let's go! Uh, I'm, I'm very excited, uh, of course, because we get to talk daily fantasy sports. Yep. But I love that. I, yeah, definitely. We're actually going to start today, though, talking a little baseball because it's had some uh, fantasy impact heading do, into the we season. We have to
2: trickle a little bit of it in. You know, We have to sprinkle it in here and there. We are getting... Give getting the
1: viewers slash listeners a little taste each it day. It doesn't look like it outside, but March is approaching. That so is true. So
2: that means baseball will be here soon enough.
1: Yep, and the br- news breaking was that... Uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, we, had,
2: we had a running joke about this. Uh, last did you? Year. Yeah, it was the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim that resides somewhere near the 405 freeway
1: in <laughs> Southern California. Fair enough. The Angels, uh, I, I guess you could call them star, but... Uh, you know, big-time player. I wouldn't say star-star I mean, player. He, he's Good still, player.
2: He brings an offensive presence to the team.
1: Yeah, sure. Josh Hamilton supposedly relapsed on his uh, drug addiction, mm-hmm. and uh, rumors are that he dabbled in some cocaine.
2: Yeah, and this is not a new story uh, as far as the addictions that he's had in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but it is just because... Uh, The league is going to decide whether or not to discipline him. And I think the big question is, it sounds like he turned himself in on this. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he approached the league and said, I have a problem still, Mm -hmm. and I need to deal with this. And he's being honest and upfront, as opposed to someone like, say, unfortunately, Alex Rodriguez, (laughs) who just lies and just slithers his way around the grass and, and figures his way back into the lineup. He's totally sorry, I swear. No, he's not. But to be uh, fair, he didn't have a drug addiction. No, he didn't no, but he had he had an addiction to steroids, I guess well, is yeah, what I, he yeah. that's what he would say. He would say, Oh, it was, it was an addiction. Listen. I think that Josh Hamilton, if you really have an illness, which uh, that—that's what I think addiction is too. Yeah. If you have an illness like that, that's not something you should be punished for. That's something that the league should help him out with. I they agree. should help him to get counseling. They should help him to go to rehab. They should help him to figure out ways for him to live his life in baseball and not have to be faced with that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they turn him into a public speaker of some sort, and and maybe that helps him. I don't know, but he shouldn't be suspended for that. Not, in my opinion, he should not be suspended.
1: Well, for he. Uh Remember, he was suspended, I believe, in two thousand three for um, a, a drug issue, mm-hmm. and he didn't play baseball from two thousand two to I think two thousand six. He was out of the game. So for him to come back, I believe he won a, an American League MVP mm-hmm. after that. He's a phenomenal talent. There's he no is. doubt about it. He is. And it's uh, it's sad to see a guy like this who. He's not doing anything to anyone else, but it's just hurting himself.
2: Yeah, and this really, you know, this hurts one of the best offensive teams in baseball, too. Last year they finished in the top five. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. I'm a hockey guy, not a baseball (laughs) guy. But they they were one of the best offensive teams in the league. And and I know Hamilton wasn't the forefront of that. Obviously, they have Mike Mike Trout, Trout, they have Albert Pujols. Cole Calhoun stepped up, and he was an emerging star. I mean, so they have the talent to survive without him. But it's not great.
1: No, it's not gonna. It's he not fill, gonna help He them. fills a great hole in that in that outfield, yep. and, and you know the middle of the order with that bat as well.
2: Exactly, he's a great left-hander, and that's something that you always want to have, especially in the American League. You need to have runs in the American League, so he he can always be in the outfield. He can be a designated hitter. That's a, that's a big loss for them. Uh, but it does mean good things for us in daily fantasy because mm-hmm. that means a guy like Cole Calhoun is going to immediately be thrust into the spotlight. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a guy I think you're going to you're going to be using quite a bit this season.
1: Great, there's a there's your baseball talk for the day as uh, we slowly get into things. If you uh, little pay t- knowledge we have, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you pay attention over the next few weeks, uh, listening to our show or watching us on YouTube, uh, we're going <laughs> to be uh, breaking down each division from a uh, fan- d- fantasy perspective, mainly daily fantasy guys. You should be targeting. That's what we do. But we can help you out with season long as well because we know that's very popular. And we're going to have season long baseball on StarFantasyLeagues.com this year as well. That. Yeah, me too. It, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see how the uh, office dynamic goes with baseball it. as well because yeah, we've got some big baseball guys here. Yep, and, they, and we're not them.
2: No, no, But we're all. still going to be there. We're going to compete.
1: No, definitely. We love the competition. Exactly. All right, let's jump into a sport that is playing tonight. That's the NBA. Of course, it's Thursday, which means it's the light schedule tonight. There's actually only two games on the schedule, but they're two huge games, I feel. I love that we're jumping into
2: basketball. Uh, did I, you like that? That was a nice little pun. Did like I that? that? Yeah, uh, and, and two good games at that. Obviously, on Thursday, they really do uh, try to put Try to the, highlight. They try to highlight yep. teams, yeah. So uh, why don't we start right off? We'll just jump right in here, get it. Uh, And the first game is (laughs) Golden State at Cleveland. Uh, the big question, I guess, is is Steph Curry going to be playing in this one? Is he good to go?
1: My guess is yes, because he played last game uh, against Washington. Like I said, a, a good defensive team, and he went for over forty fantasy. points. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I don't see any hesitation from what I've seen for the news this morning. Again, it's kind of early for us doing this uh, to know for the the definites for the night for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this has a high line; it's two hundred fourteen and a half, and Cleveland's uh, three and a half, um, which I doesn't mean, really you, much. You can, it's kind of yeah, a pick I would throw that out. Yeah, I
2: really would. I mean. You these are two great teams. They're two teams that we will see in the playoffs. And, and I mean, Golden State is an offensive they're, – they're an offensive juggernaut. So, we'll, uh, I, I don't know. What do you like? Who do you see and what do you like in this one?
1: Yeah, they're an offensive juggernaut. Although they've played pretty good at defending players this year as well, on the Golden State side, I think if he's playing, which he most likely is, it's not hard to pick uh, Steph Curry. And, and on a short slate
2: like tonight, it's one of those things where – I mean, you, you start you with your f- value plays, yeah. right? You start on the value end, and then if you fit guys in, then you take a shot. You say Curry or LeBron or Westbrook. I mean, really, those are the this guys. This
1: is a night where, uh, <clears throat> depending on the game you're playing, a GPP or, you know, heads up or whatnot, this is a night where you have to hit on that star that you pick and pay up for. It. There's no doubt about it. If in, you know, bigger nights, if you pick a guy and he, he maybe not as, you know, does as well, other guys might pick him but there's other options other players can make up. Tonight, the rosters are gonna be very similar, so you have to hit on the big guy, whether it's Curry, or whether it's Westbrook, or whether it's whatever guy you're paying up for, you have to hit on him.
2: So what are you gonna do as far as value goes in this game so that you can get one of those bigger guys in?
1: It's tough, I the, the one, you know, Tristan Tom or excuse me, Clay Thompson is at 15,000. Draymond Green's at 15,000. I guess you could consider the, those guys more value tonight based on their, uh, their matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland's not great at defending the shooting guard or the small forward. Okay. Um, on the Cleveland side, Kevin Love. You know that's an option at seventeen thousand. I'm looking at Timofey Mozgov. He's at eleven thousand six hundred. That's he's the cheapest starting center tonight. I, or excuse me, Alex Len is, but he's just right around the cheapest starting. So. That's – I'm putting in, him in tonight most likely. And
2: it's really not the worst matchup in the world. I mean, uh, Golden State is 11th against opposing centers. So, yep. that's I mean, that's not bad. Worse. That's yeah, not yeah, bad. On yeah. short slate, you got to find – Going
1: play. up against Bogut, who's a decent defender but has struggled the season with injuries. They've had a rotating guys in there. Um, it, it, it's really tough. You could consider a guy like J.R. Smith. He's under sure, 9,000. Sure. Um, I'm not really looking at Amon Schumper, But, you know, going through those lineups, I think – it's going to be tough to find you got to take you got to take chances on guys who might be backups or starting but maybe don't see a they ton did, of minutes. Did, yeah, but they are starting. So
2: well, then I think we're going to have to find some value in the other game. Then, so why don't we jump over to that one before the break? Here, uh, Oklahoma City at Phoenix. Oklahoma City is a four and a half point favorite. The over/under is slightly higher in this one, two sixteen and a half.
1: Well, th- this game is a, a little bit more wide open, obviously because of the numbers, uh, you know. But some, uh, Oklahoma City defends, you know, the shooting guard, the small forward, the center very well. Meanwhile, on the Phoenix side, they defend the power forward position and the point guard well. So it's kind of like opposite of each other. So you're looking at guys like for Oklahoma City, I'm probably playing uh, you know the point guard for uh, you know, Phoenix because they don't defend the point guard well. Westbrook's not the great defender. So you're looking at like Eric Bledsoe, who's at okay. 17,000. Uh, they just recently acquired Brandon Knight. They've moved him to the shooting guard position. He's at 15000 Both of those guys together are playing 30-plus minutes. So putting those two in together I think is a good option. I think Westbrook easily could have a huge night again. I, he's probably the guy that I'm going to pay up for tonight. If okay. I can fit him in, I'm not saying I can, but with Kevin Durant still out of the lineup, he's been playing unbelievable. Same with Serge Ibaka, actually. He's at 15000 He's a guy who's uh, stepped up very well in Durant's as, uh, absence. <laughs> I can't speak today. I'm going a hundred miles a minute in his absence. Yes. Not, not the drink. No, 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 no. Um, and S. Canner has been playing pretty well too since coming over in that trade. So, uh, if you're looking for value tonight, like I said, Alex Len is the cheapest starting center for the Phoenix Suns. He's at ten thousand. Not I'm a great pro- matchup. though. No, not a great matchup. But sometimes you just have to take a chance by putting one of those guys in. It's going to be a big toss-up: Westbrook, Curry, or James. Who's it going to be? We don't know. But you got to get the value in there if
2: you're going to get those guys in. So I think we gave him an- we gave him a fair amount. I well, they're
1: going to know at the end of the show because I'm going to give them a winning NBA That's lineup. what I'm talking about. Coming out of the break, we're going to do some daily NHL, and you're watching. The the Star
0: Fantasy League Show. The Star Fantasy League Show. Information is key to being a successful fantasy team owner, and the guys have all the updated info you need right now.
1: Welcome back on the Star Fantasy League Show. I am your host, Matthew Footer, joined by my co-host, Nick DeBlanco, and we're, now we're the guys. We are
2: we're the guys, and we have the updated info. We're not
1: the other guys. We're just the guys. The guys. Um. We got a lot of hockey tonight, which is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I love it. This is one of the nights I really enjoy watching hockey. End of the week, end of the work week, so you're excited to you know just kind of lounge out and watch some hockey. I love it. Yeah,
2: and it's nine games. It's not like ten or eleven, so it is. It, it's not an enormous slate, but still we do have quite a few games to choose from, so we get a good variety. Sure. All it's right. be tough, but we'll do it. All right. Well, well let's
1: uh, jump right in. First game on the slate tonight wait, wait, is... Wait, wait, We got to skate
2: right in. Remember, oh, we can't yeah. can't jump in. We got to skate in.
1: Slide right in? Slide right in. There. All right. Fair Uh We got the Vancouver Canucks, minus 220, taking on my Buffalo Savers, plus 180. Um questionable but most likely Eddie Lack because Miller is injured mm-hmm. versus Michael Neuverth which I'm kind of disappointed Miller's I not, not available heading too. back playing his team for the fir- uh, first time so. and, you, and
2: you know Buffalo would give him a standing ovation. oh yeah definitely I got
1: my uh, Ryan Miller photos in here right now I love the guy man
2: absolutely he just needed to go elsewhere it is what it is yeah uh so obviously Vancouver is the pick in this one at Buffalo being as bad as they have been this season but, unfortunately for Vancouver, Michael Neuwirth is playing well. <laughs> He's playing really this well. This is like Jonas Enroth earlier this season. Yeah, where they went on, a, what, a 14-game streak or some yeah. craziness. Uh, so, it does give a knock to a bunch of the Vancouver players. I, I'm not so sure that I want to go all in on Vancouver. They've been playing better recently. Mm-hmm. So, I think you have to give them a look. And they are still rather valuable. Uh, the Sedin girls, are <clears throat> they're still pretty uh, affordable <laughs> as well. I <laughs> really hate those I, guys. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> uh, but they they've also kind of mixed up the uh, first two lines as well. So Zach Cassian, he's playing on the top line. I like him uh. for a value play. I know we you guys traded him away and got got the raw end of that deal
1: our, our our star player in that deal is playing on the fourth line I know that's for the Sabers. way to go Cody <laughs> way to go
2: uh and then and then uh, Sean Matthias or Matthias I'm not sure how you pronounce it I'm sorry but he will be on the second line so there there are some value options there there's some there's some chances that you can take uh if you want to take a chance on Radim Verbata he is a little bit more expensive but I like other guys Hadim. at that price so it's a little bit tough and for Buffalo no <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Neuwerth. You could go
1: with Neuwerth because he is hot, but no. Is he, is he around the minimum still, or is he a little bit above? I can check that. All I right. can definitely check that. I was just that. curious because minimum on com for a goalie is 11,000. But um, sometimes, you know. No, actually. He, uh, he has
2: 25 games played. He is at 17,400. Wow. wow. So the low game played number is, uh, is, is a factor in that, but he's been hot. He so has been. The, the price is going up.
1: Definitely. All right. Anything else from this game? No, no, no. All right. No, let's no, no. move on. Oh no. Arizona Coyotes plus two twenty. Most likely Mike Smith versus the New York Rangers minus two sixty. Yeah, this is. An, tell, this is another
2: obvious route. one here where the Rangers are definitely the play. Arizona is tanking all of a sudden. Oh uh, yeah, they are. Well, no, they've been. They've been just bad. They're they trying to catch up to Edmonton and Buffalo. Yeah, but. They've set a standard, so you you really got to raise the bar on your horrible play. Yes. Uh, But the thing about the Rangers, and I think we discussed this the other day, is when they're at home, they're not as productive. They don't score as Not much. Not up, yeah. They just played Arizona recently, and they beat them 5-1, to one, but that was in Arizona. And for whatever reason, they're playing better in other barns than they are in their own. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. You have to take that into account. Rick Nash, we have to check and see if he will be in the lineup. He was out on Tuesday with neck spasms. You never like to hear anything with the neck. So no. we'll see. He should be playing tonight. Uh, and and they, they, I mean, there's... There's options top to bottom on this Rangers team. I particularly like Ryan McDonough on the back end, but Derek Steppen, Derek Brassard. I mean, the list goes on with these guys. The one guy I really do like because he did play well against Arizona the last time that they played was Chris Kreider. Okay. I haven't played him much this season, and for good reason, he's very spotty, but he played a great game against Arizona, and I have to believe that it has something to do with his speed. He's one of the faster guys in the NHL. And Arizona's old. They're not, they aren't, they are not able to keep up with everybody. So they've taken a page out of New Jersey's playbook. They just have everybody that's
1: old on their team. So I like Chris Kreider tonight as well. The Rangers always had this MO for years. I'm talking about pre-lockout, post-lockout. So this would be the second lockout. Um, third, actually. Third, lockout, yeah. yeah. No, but I'm talking about the one, like 2005 or whatnot. Sure. Uh, had that MO of being a big, slow, old team. Yep. And they've shed that over totally the last couple of years. They are one of the fastest teams. I, like I said, I was Easily. at the game the other night. Exciting hockey to watch. Absolutely, yeah. So they, they've uh, they've done the right thing. All so, right. Lou, if you could, uh, you know,
2: <laughs> pick up on
1: this, please. Fair enough. Moving on, the Montreal Canadiens, minus 145 with Carey Price in net. Taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets, plus 125. Curtis McElhaney has been confirmed.
2: You know, I, I – Try to play the Montreal Canadiens anytime they have a really solid matchup, mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately, I've gotten burned recently because whenever they play a team that they're supposed to smoke, they just don't put up the numbers. Mm-hmm. Carey Price, you can play him any night. I recommend playing him in heads up and double up games. You just can't fit him in if you're going to be playing a GPP tournament play. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's always a play, uh, but the they, the Canadians make me a little nervous. If I'm going to recommend anybody, I'm going to start with Max Pacioretty. He's been great against the Blue Jackets this season. He is a top-dollar play, though, so you do have to factor that in. He's still under 16000 which is nice, but that's still a high price tag. Uh, Placanek, Thomas Placanek was fantastic against the Blue Jackets this year as well. Uh, and Brendan Gallagher and Alex Galchenyuk are really coming around. Yeah. They're having a breakout season. Uh, but the Canadians have done a little bit of shakeup too as well. Lars Eller is playing on that second line, so there's a good value well, option for you. Lars Eller play. Yeah, I mean that's a great uh, value option for you. Gallagher moved up to the s- to the first line, uh,
1: so there's some there's some options there, and I think you you really have to consider the Canadians on a night like tonight. All right, fair enough. Moving along, we got the Philadelphia Flyers minus 110 with Robert Zep taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs minus 110. We got to pick them. So pick them. Versus Jonathan Bernier. You who, know, Roberts who uh, said, Matt, excuse me, Maple Leafs just made a couple moves yesterday. Moving, that is true. Uh, one move, excuse me, getting rid of Daniel Winnick. So. This is a team that's tanking. Yes. This yes. is a team that's tanking, and
2: mark my words, Toronto will have a shot at the number one pick. I just saying, it's a conspiracy theory, but Connor McDavid loves the Leafs. And Canada loves to keep their prodigal son. Fine. You know what? We'll Jack Eichel we'll loves take the Sabres. We'll take Eichel. To that's to them, fine. So <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I got to recommend that you play Philly. Uh, Wayne Simmons, although he was held off the score sheet last game, ending his point streak, he's still a great play. He's still under 13,000. I think that's great for his value. Claude Giroux has a chance at being the top play of the night. Last time Jonathan Bernier played the Philadelphia Flyers, he gave up seven goals. Oof. That was earlier in the season, Oof. though. So he is definitely he is definitely. But they the haven't gotten any better, though. No, as they have. of overall
1: no. team. So. Well, yeah,
2: but this was when they were playing well. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, either either way, Bernier is the better option. Uh, he's much better than James Reimer, in my opinion. Uh, but either way, I still like Philly. I think they should be able to pull off a pretty solid win tonight. And they should be able to score some goals as well. So
1: I think about the goalies who've gone through Toronto. Um, and some who've... They, they had Tuka Rask in that organization. They did. They, did. they had Tuka Rask, Then they had other guys that were terrible. Andrew Raycroft... Uh, Gustafson, th- different guys like that, but they had Tukarask at one point. I really hope that the Sabres, that that they come back to prominence before the Leafs,
2: and it's because of the fact that, not, not just because they're so close to one another, but it's because of the fact that they're doing it organically. They're not just throwing guys away and trying to grab new guys like the Leafs do. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think you need to build through the draft and wait and be patient. Well,
1: one team that's built through the draft has been the Chicago Blackhawks. That's the have. next team we're going to talk about. They're minus 130 tonight. Most likely Corey Crawford, although, uh, who knows, Scott Darling could oh, be did, tossed out there. Yeah, Darling, the did get, he did play against them last time. This is a home and home. Yeah, taking on Florida, plus 110, R- Roberto Luongo as well.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the bad news out of Chicago, as I'm sure everybody knows, is Pat yeah. Kane is done. It's at big least loss. until the playoffs, and who knows, really, that's a bad one. Uh, I, I, you know, not so, I wasn't so angry about the hit. I don't think it was, I don't think, uh, uh, I don't think he met anything by it. I think it was an accident. Yeah. So. But that does shake things up for Chicago. Chris Versteeg is going to be playing on the second line with Brad Richards and Patrick Sharp, so he automatically gains value. He's around ten thousand, uh, and I think he has the potential to to start creeping up into the eleven and twelve thousand range. So now is the time to use him. Uh, Florida does play good defense. They play well defensively, uh, and Roberto Luongo is still a solid goaltender. So not all in on Chicago tonight, but at the same time, I think there's some value to be had. Jonathan Taves scored against Florida. I think he's always worth the play. You know how much I love Johnny Taves. You do, you do. Uh, and then Duncan Keith is really back to his form. Mm-hmm. He is the nu- he's the number one defenseman for Chicago, so I like them. As far as Florida goes, I really can't recommend anybody on this team right now. They are not playing their best hockey of the season at this point, and they are capable of playing better. So, not a team I'm just going to throw away for the rest of the season. They're still in the playoff hunt in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. but you just can't rely on them tonight.
1: I meant to ask earlier, is there any of these nine games that you're tossing out tonight? Are you taking a look no, at pretty much no, all of them? No, yeah, all of them. Um, uh, you didn't really mention that before, so I, th- I figured we were just kind of rolling through each one. All so. of them are
2: definitely in place tonight. There are, there's, there are plays to be had from every, every game.
1: Well, I, a game I think we might uh, take a pretty good look at, St. Louis Blues. Minus 125, taking on the Winnipeg Jets plus 105. Neither goalie has been confirmed. Yeah, I mean, now we're getting into the Western Conference game,
2: so none of these have really been confirmed at the time that we did this. Uh, But St. Louis is the favorite here for obvious reason. They can score, but Talk about a team shaking up their lineup. They messed it all up from top to bottom. Really? So, none of the lines are the same. Patrick Berglund is on the top line with Mm -hmm. David Backus and TJ Oshie. Uh, Alexander Steen is on the second line. Vladimir Tarasenko is on the third line. Wow. So, the the ice time is not guaranteed in St. Louis. You obviously have to give them a look because they are one of the highest scoring teams in the NHL. They can score on any given night, but... Ken Hitchcock is more worried about his playoff appearance than he is about the regular season.
1: Well, he came out and said, you know, I'm not happy with this the performance you guys are kinda coasting. Very true.
2: So, the th- no, no surprise. No surprise at all. Uh, one player that's been playing really well lately is Jaden Schwartz. I think you need to give him a look as well. Alexander Steen has played well against Winnipeg. As far as the Jets go, same kind of thing. They're really shaking things up as well. They lost Blake Wheeler. Not sure how long he's going to be out for, but Michael Froleek moves up onto that first line. Not sure I like him tonight, but we do have to keep him in mind for the future.
1: Fair enough. Moving along, the Minnesota Wild plus 140 taking on the National Predators minus 160. We've got to assume the Stars will be in this game. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. Dubnik and, and Rene uh, I mean, I, I th- if I was going to throw a game out, it would be this one. Yeah,
1: I think so. But
2: And that's just because of the fact that these are two uh, teams that have built from the net out. So there are two defensive-minded teams, although Nashville is one of the higher scoring teams in the NHL as well. Philip Forsberg is always worth a look every night. James Neal, Mike Fisher. These guys are worth consideration every night. Uh, as far as, as well as Shea Weber and Roman Yossi. And then if you're playing in heads-up competition, I think Pekka Rene is a good, a good option as well. He's cheaper than Carey Price now. Uh, he's around 21000 wow. And then Devin Dubnik, if you want to take a chance, the guy's been on fire. I mean, ever since he came to Minnesota, he's been fantastic. Uh, for value, I like Justin Fontaine still. He's on that second line with Yeah, Zacharias. you talked about him the
1: other night. So. Yeah, so. All right, moving along, we got the last couple West Coast games. The Ottawa Senators, plus 170, taking on the Los Angeles Kings. Mine is 230.
2: Damn you, Amery!
1: <laughs> damn you! <laughs> this line's deceiving. Uh, this is deceiving I can't
2: believe he shot out the docs. And really, honestly. I think it has more to do with the fact that the Ducks weren't able to get any pucks on that. They they had 25 shots on goal. I think Ottawa had over 30. So they got outplayed I think. And I'm I'm still going to stick to my guns. And now that they are playing a team that's hotter than they are Los Angeles is one of the hottest teams in the NHL. I believe they're going for their ninth straight
1: win. They just made a move the other day. got picked up Andre Sequeira. Exactly. Yeah. And they're prepped for the playoffs. They're ready to roll. They're doing the exact same thing they've done each and every year. They start making moves in February Mm -hmm. right before the trade deadline. And then they just go in no overdrive. Absolutely. So that 70s line,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Dwight King,
1: uh, Tyler Taffoli, and Jeff Carter,
2: one of my favorite plays in the in Daily Fantasy right now. And Jonathan Quick is uh, under 16000 so you have to give him a look. I think the Kings are well worth it tonight. You're not going to get burned by Hammond
1: again, you no, don't think? No, no, because you're going to suck like you're supposed to. Don't do it. <laughs> Coming out of the break, we're going to wrap up with the last NHL game on the night, and we're going to give you our winning lineups here on the Star Fantasy League Show.
0: Now let's get back to it. The Star Fantasy League Show. Feel free to tweet the show at SFLeagues.
1: Welcome back to the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host Matthew Footer at SFL Matt. My co-host Nick Stablenko at SFL Nick. Coincidentally,
2: I think it's right there, right? I think so. I
1: think so. But um, hopefully, all right. Let's wrap up with the last NHL game on the night. Then we'll give you our winning lineups for StarFantasyLeagues.com that you can put in any of the games we got. We got GPP games. Heads up. Uh, league games you can play anything really, which is nice. The Detroit Red Wings plus 105 taking on the Saint, uh, excuse me, San Jose Sharks minus 125.
2: Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I'm really not sure which way this one is going to go. Detroit just kind of wrapping up their West Coast trip right now, and they haven't had the best run of things. Uh, so it is kind of tough for me to to put a lot of faith in them. Uh, but I obviously. <clears throat> Excuse me. The the top guys, Pavel Datsu, Kendrick Zetterberg, these guys can score on any night so you can't think about them. Uh, but other than that, I mean, this is a this is a tough game. I might stay away from this one just because I'm not sure which way this could go. The Sharks they obviously have o- a lot of offensive firepower, but they tend to not show up in in, in certain games. Uh, namely, in the playoffs, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they are the
1: ultimate choke artists in the playoffs, oh my
2: goodness, yes, and then one day one year they 're just going to win the Stanley Cup and just shock the world, yeah and, and whatever uh, but I, I really think i 'm going to be staying away from this one for the most part it just there's
1: no way I can call this. I don't know. This is a tough game. Fair enough. All right. Time for our winning lineups for the NBA, for the NHL, and you can put these in on StarFantasyLeagues.com. I'm going to start with my NBA lineup. Like I said, it's really tough tonight because there's not a lot of value. So, so were you able to get any of the top dogs in there? I unfortunately was not. If you consider okay. top dog, Westbrook, Curry, and um, LeBron. LeBron. Those are the three. I try, I originally had Westbrook in there, but – I I would have been playing guys that are around the minimum who really can't do anything. So yeah, I, yeah that's tough. I, I had to take a shot someplace else. So I'm gonna start with my guard position. I put in both of the uh, Phoenix guards, Eric Bledsoe and Brandon Knight. Uh, they're both playing 30 plus minutes. Uh, even with you know the acquisition, it really hasn't hurt Bledsoe whatsoever. He's gone for over 30 points, fantasy points, the last couple games. Very nice. And I put Brandon Knight in as well, who for the first time uh, last game played uh excuse me he played 33 and 34 minutes since coming to this team okay uh so and then my last guard is Jarrett smith actually i fit him in he's around ten thousand. uh he was, only had played 22 minutes last game but before that was averaging around 30 minutes and hitting about that 26 to 27 point fantasy night so not bad at all so I, i'm banking on him coming back um for forwards i went with the morris brothers markeith and marcus you went with both of them yes i did because um uh, Marcus is actually only 8,500. And uh, last game, he actually had 23 minutes, and he had over 21 fantasy points. So I'm, I'm taking a bank on him having a nice game. Uh, a couple of games against Oklahoma City this year, he's averaged about 21 fantasy points. So right. got to take a shot there. My other four was Harrison Barnes, actually, for the Warriors. Um, another guy who's playing around the last three games, around that 30-minute mark. Hasn't had a great production, but I'm looking for those minutes tonight. All right. And the center position, I went with Mozgov. Uh, I went a little bit higher than Alex Len because I like the matchup a bit better. Okay. And then my utility, I was able to fit a Neskander in there as well.
2: Fair enough. That sounds pretty so solid. It, Short slate, two
1: games. You got to do what you got to
2: do. Really you gotta tough. Some, you got to take some chances. That's really all tough. Say.
1: Yeah, I agree. So let's hear your uh,
2: your winning lineup for hockey, Nick. All right, <clears throat> let's start off with my left wingers. We have Dwight King. He's my favorite value play lately. He's at six thousand, doing a great job for the Kings on that seventies line. Uh, The other left-winger is going to be Chris Kreider. I'm taking a chance here tonight. Like I said, he played well against uh, Arizona the last time they played, so I like him. Two right-wingers are going to be Zach Cassian, my value play on the top line for Vancouver, and then Wayne Simmons. I love the way he's been playing lately. Two centers, Patrick Berglund, he is on the top line for St. Louis, and then Jeff Carter. I love that 70s line. Uh, Drew Doughty is going to be my first defenseman at 10,000, and then Ryan McDonough, he is playing for New York. Um, He is around 9,000. Jonathan Quick's gonna be my goalie. He's under sixteen thousand still. And for my flex play, I'm going with Thomas Plekanec for Montreal. Let's go, Habs. Get it done for me tonight,
1: please. Rolling with Quick in the goaltender. Oh, you I got say. it. I
2: mean, he's so hot right now.
1: I really hope Andrew Hammond burns him. No, be no, because <laughs> that will be really funny. That is. Rude. Well, what are you gonna do then?
2: I'm gonna fly out to. Los Angeles and have a word with him, I guess. I don't know. I would Listen, be scared Mr. Hammond, of I don't really appreciate what you're doing right now.
1: Well, you can appreciate us tomorrow on the Star Fantasy League show. See you later. Take it easy.